Hey, it's the Joe Luft. I'm here with the No Strings Attached podcast with my lovely co-host, the Mrs. A. May Gyland. A. May, how are you doing today? I am well. Happy Memorial Day. Not sure when this is going to air, but shout out to all the veterans out there. My dad. <laughs> oh, you want me to introduce Scott? Yeah, well, you got a guest today. No, no, we're going to keep going. Scott. Okay. <laughs> Um, so this morning I have one of one of my most favorite local New Orleanians and probably just one of my most favorite people in general. So here we have Scott Simon and he has a blog, a web page, and he is quite insta famous <laughs> with his I Heart Nola um, Instagram account. So every time, I don't know how we met, maybe he can explain that. Um, but every time we get together, we like we chat, but we, we can't stop talking to each other. Like I have so much to say. You're magnetic. <laughs> um, but he is, I, I just love listening to him and love his point of view, not only through the stories he tells on his Instagram and about local New Orleanians, but just listening to his perspective on the city of New Orleans and life in general. But Scott, you can certainly clear the air for us. <laughs> Thank you so much. Listen, I, 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 uh, I was thrilled when when Amy reached out to me and uh, and wanted me to do this. This is uh, not something that I do very often, and, and quite frankly, um, <laughs> up until like a couple of months ago, it was it was sort of um, you know it was a, a mysterious thing, like who who was behind the account, who um, who was behind the website, and now as I'm as I'm coming into ten years, yes. basically essentially that, that I've had the website iheartnola.com. Um, you know, I've come to the realization that that more importantly, I think people want a personal perspective mm -hmm. on the city, a personal perspective like what we're doing now, mm -hmm. a personal perspective on, you know, the transition, you know, just just in general being um, being more transparent. So I, I went on uh, to Instagram on my birthday and uh, and just posted a recent photo of me in this particular hat, which is. <laughs> become a shout out worthy kind of things like <laughs> I knew you were here because I saw your hat which is which is awesome um, so you know I wanted to go I wanted to go to um, to my my number one platform and say that you know this is um, this is me I'm the one who's been behind this all along I positioned it in a way that it was uh, an entity a website like very much like nola.com very much like um, uh, the other competitors out there. <laughs> Um, and to say, if you want to call them competitors, but to say that, um, you know, this is, uh, this has always been my, my point of view. And so I'm thrilled to kind of, um, to, to kind of announce that. And I got some great feedback. I really got some, um, it's been one of my, one of my most liked photos, mm -hmm. which is always encouraging when, <laughs> when a photo of me gets, gets more likes than a, than a photo of a beautiful home in the style that I usually photograph. <laughs> So it's been really great to um, to kind of come out, and this gives me a great opportunity to kind of talk about it with one of my favorite people. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, shout out to you, Joe. Thank I've you. only seen you digitally, but you're always entertaining. <laughs> yeah, and he, and he yeah. is quite comical. Yeah. Um, so, and also another thing to consider is that even you know, um, even through my, I had a black and white phase for a while. Yes. And that was a, a response to um, that was a response to, you know, just just kind of spending too much time in the feed, spending too much time being influenced mm -hmm. by, um, by whatever was out there and saying, you know, how do I differentiate myself? How do I stand out? 
And so that progression through two months of just black and white photos, yes. that, that brought me to the epiphany of saying, wait a minute, the black and white photos aren't even indigenous to my brain anyway. Like they don't, I'm connecting with, with you know, the surroundings and I'm taking great photos that have emotion, but I still wasn't being true to myself and what I really wanted to accomplish. That was one of my questions is why you and I had talked about why you went to black and mm -hmm. white, but now you're back Thank to you. in living color. Yeah, yeah. I wish they would reboot that show, by the way. It would be <laughs> awesome. We met for coffee and it was right before a com it was it was right after that that he's yeah. like, I've been in I've been in I've been doing this for ten years. Yeah. Um he has an incredible following. Let's see what's gonna happen. I'm going to try and do something a little different yep. off kilter. So yep. he did. and it, That's right. I did. You did. I did go black and white the next day. I yes, think. you did. Yeah, yeah, it okay. was like your anniversary. <laughs> and so Scott and I have been trying to, well, I have been to my whatever job you call it. Like we've been in business about the same, about the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been around about trying to do what I'm doing for about 12 years now. And you know, it's it's interesting that you say try to do what you're doing. And that's <laughs> that's kind of how I feel too, because to to be honest, it's you know, as a photographer, you're you know, I'm I'm so used to I'm so used to interacting with people and, mm -hmm. and photographing them and producing the images and then sending them away and then they go and, and do whatever. And then <clears throat> certainly it feels because it's all digital, it's all social media, it's basically you know, everything is is in inside of this you know, ones and zeros world that it's like, it, it just, a lot of times, especially the time that I saw you and I feel like I'm, I feel like sometimes I'm spinning my wheels. I'm just feeding the machine. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just, I'm just feeding the feed. You know, every, I post the same day, the same, I mean, I post the same time every day. Okay. Um, feeding the machine. And, you know, to, to be honest, it, it really took those, those, um, those moments where I, where I switched and, I uh, switched to black and white and, and then um, and then sort of had the epiphany to come out and say, um, come out and say that this this was me. And so that that has reinvigorated me a little bit. Um, and and to be honest, you know, my whole my whole mantra um, these days is uh, lead with curiosity. So there's a, a local there's a, um, a local painter, uh, artist, um, fantastic woman her name is Danielle Hine mm -hmm. and uh, she is uh, Miss underscore Hine and we were talking one day after after I took her portrait and we we're talking about art and we're talking about all of these things right and she helped me facilitate she um, embedded the idea and helped me come up with lead with curiosity so it's so that that has been sort of the guiding force behind the people that I feature, the places that I go, the authenticity that I'm trying to search for um, that will ultimately make it worthwhile. Where do you find um, inspiration in your work? Like what, what, what is it about the work you do that, or why is it that house or, you know, that person or mm -hmm. what, what inspires you? Yeah. I mean, I think, I think um, going back to, going back to color, it's, it's the combinations, you know, it's the combination of color, it's the contrast, it's, you know, what's, you know, how, how symmetrical the house is. We have a lot of symmetry within our, within our architecture here, especially, um, especially with uh, shotguns, you know, doubles, we have a lot of that. And then, 
you know, you've got the contrast of how people decorate their homes or the, you know, the posters or stickers or anything that, anything that contrasts. Like for me, orange, um, yellow, mm-hmm. of course, orange, yellow, um, pinks. We have soap purples. We have, you know, it's a kaleidoscope of color. There's never, there's a never ending um, landscape for me. Um, so, so, you know, when I first started shooting, the, when I first developed my style and had my first epiphany with the way that I photograph homes and details and stuff like that, hasn't really changed, but I am, <clears throat> I'm trying to get deeper, maybe pull back and go a little bit wider to show more context of where it is and what the neighborhood's like. Um, so, um, so inspiration, honestly, to answer your question is just, it's just a, it's just an instant thing. Like I can be driving down the street, down the street I've never been, or maybe I I got lost (laughs) and get out of the car and take a photo of something that, that just, you know, wows me that I kind of go like, Oh, (laughs) what? Okay. Um, so that's, that's, uh, yeah. So it's really, a lot of it is in the moment as far as people are concerned. Um, people that I feature, it's uh, now more than ever. It's about it's about the connection. It's about the good work that people are doing, honest individuals. Um, and, and for me, I, I really do my best to not chase after the newest story. Okay. I really do my best um, to try and to try and really, you know, shine the light on on people who inspire me and people who who I'm excited to talk with and just just have a conversation with. So. That's a driving force as well. Right. Joe? Scott. Yeah, Scott. So you started this 10 years ago, I'm sure, which is kind of a, I don't know what idea, but you wanted to do something, but where it's come, it's got to be crazy. So what was your original idea of what you wanted iHeartNOLA to be? And now you're 10 years in, what's the future idea of what you want iHeartNOLA to be? That's a great question. Hmm. Um, So uh, Katrina happened. Um, and so I found myself evacuated with, um, you know, um, I don't know, 30, 40 people, um, all friends and family. We all kind of evacuated together and we all ended up in Arkansas. And I remember distinctly, um, there, there were a, a couple of things that, that happened every day. So, uh, and the one, one thing that I remember was eating a peanut butter jelly sandwich <laughs> with Cheetos. Okay. And I'm pretty sure there was some form of bourbon. Um, and that was, that was sort of the, um, that was the, the break that I think we, we all needed and the break that I needed to kind of sit there and work on something after, you know, basically being in tears most of the day, seeing what, what's happening to the city. And I don't, I mean, this is the first time that this has been recorded, not the first time that I've said this, but, um, you know, I was looking at what was happening to the city and I, and, and there were, several things that I'd never experienced that people were very, very upset about losing a restaurant or a location or, or a home or a neighborhood. Right. So that was really the, that was really the big start of it. Now, one thing that's really interesting is Katrina wasn't when I registered the domain. I actually went back and looked a couple of years ago and I registered the domain a month before Katrina. Ooh. So that was, that was huge. So, I had had the domain has existed for however long Katrina is, right? Mm-hmm. It was 15 years, maybe. Yeah, almost 15 years. I think so. Uh, so, um, but I, I didn't start posting weekly till 2009. 2009. Yeah. Okay. So, um, 
Does that answer your question? It started out as more of like a nostalgic type, and then well, well, to be honest, it started out as a, it started out as oh. as me coming back to the city and saying, well, well, shit, I haven't been to, um, I haven't been to um, Domelises, or I haven't been to Steins, or I had mm-hmm. never experienced these things because just like a lot of us pre-Katrina life tr- changed for a lot of us drastically mm-hmm. post-Katrina, right? So I had the time, I had the ability to go through and say, man, I don't, I don't ever want this to happen again. I want to be able to experience the things that, you know, in the city that I live in. And, and you know, at the time, pre-Katrina, I was, you know, I was in the restaurant industry, I was in service industry. So that life did not coincide with exploring the city, mm-hmm. especially during the day. That didn't, that, that wasn't part of it, right? So I, I worked all the time. You know, I would go out at night, but places that all of my friends went after you, you know, bartend. <laughs> yes. And, you know, I don't know if you guys have any experience with that. But... I don't. Okay. I, okay. I don't, but I have hey. heard all sorts of stories. Yeah. Yeah. A- 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 was actually a bartender. That lifestyle. Amy, didn't you bartend at one point? What'd you say? Amy, didn't you bartend at one point in your life? Oh, my God. I did for just like a hot like literally a hot. Do I want to ask where? <laughs> I would not interject if it wasn't such a great story, Amy. I believe you have to briefly tell it. Okay, so it was like literally, it was like <laughs> like a hot second, and then I got in really big trouble. So I worked for um, just a second the shot bar at LSU at, at um, for LSU at the at oh god what's the name of it it's not Reggie's it's Fred's? not Fred's it's next <gasps> sports <laughs> and I was friends with some football players and they were the bouncers and then my dad found out my dad drove up and hauled my ass out of the bar <laughs> so how many shifts did you work Amy? two okay two did you make money yeah it's all cash it was fabulous <laughs> So good. I'm like, all I have to do do is wear jean shorts and a white t-shirt. This is awesome. (laughs) Okay, excuse me for a moment. (laughs) I'm like, this is it? I just have to pour, like, shots? Like, this is fabulous. I could pour just water. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. This is great vodka. It's so smooth. (laughs) Yeah. Ooh. That's awesome. Not the brightest of the, yeah. But you were in college. You were. Uh, you yeah, were... it was like my senior senior year. I had there was a cute little friend of mine that did it, and she's like, "You should do it too." Okay. Like, <laughs> yeah, not my daughter. This one, how that went down. Koosh <laughs> over I, the shoulder. I, yeah, I can, the, I can like, see that. Ah, yeah. I can see that dwelling. And it's Memorial Day, so I'm glad Ooh. he's on our team. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, that wasn't the first time I got <laughs> carried out of dad found me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, yeah, so um, back so I, there's a couple of questions yeah. I do want to ask. It is a fashion podcast. Yes, after, yes, after absolutely. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Um, but, it, you know, definitely. So Joe and I typically go, what are you wearing today? I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. So let's, first of all, more importantly, let's... Um, We'll ask Scott. Um, Scott, what are you wearing today? <laughs> uh, I am uh, very much. Um, I'm very much a um, uniform kind of person. Mm-hmm. So there are a couple of things that. Cha- okay, so so I'm wearing. Um, I'm really really into um, chore jackets right now. 
I don't I don't know why, but I love okay. you know the so um, Bill Cunningham is uh, one of the most famous you know street fashion photographer. He's really yes, like the, oh my god, like yes. the Godfather, yes. the grandfather, whatever you want to say. Oh but, yeah, did you um, watch a documentary? Oh God, yes. yes. Oh my okay. God, several right. times. <laughs> I wanted to hang out with the dude. I'm, so, I'm sorry, you know, Amazing. rest in peace, right? Yeah. So so he wore this. Um, he he wore this. Uh, uh, of course, it's it's French. Mm-hmm. Um, a French chore jacket, right? So, um, and, and that's it was French. Uh, it was light blue. It's in every one of his photos. It's something that he wore forever. Um, so he kind of inspired me with that. I, I so this is this is a. I have several of these kind of chore jackets. I like the little pockets, and and you know I, I like the ones that kind of go straight down, and 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 it fits well. It's a little bit it's a little bit stretchy, which is nice because. I'm shaped like one of those um, rude uh, <laughs> hot water heaters that you have back there. So that's kind of, yeah. So this, so this works well. I've got my, um, my yellow cap, which is unbranded. Yeah. Um, I, can't, I can't really, yeah, I can't really <laughs> say where I got it from. Um, but uh, Levi's jeans. And so there are, um, there are two things that, uh, there are two things that I, that I switch up constantly. And I'm very, very okay. um, aware of. And, and for me, it's um, it's uh, my, my shoes. I, I wear tennis shoes, um, uh, sneakers, as the okay. kids, or kicks. Kick. Excuse me, yeah, kicks. Your kicks. Your kicks. kicks. Yeah. So I, I wear um, <laughs> I wear uh, mostly Nike. Um, you know, so I try and throw a little bit of flair um, into into my shoe game, if you will. And I feel so funny using that term, but, <laughs> uh, but I. I um, yeah. So I, I really, really love um, shoes, and I collect vintage watches. Um, so uh, I also, yeah, I don't know if everyone can see it, but I wear two watches. I wear an Apple watch on the right side and then I wear, this is a 68, um, Accutron dive watch. Um, and those are the things that, so everything else, everything that I like, wear is pretty like, much like a superhero. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but I have no superhero powers except for, yeah, no. Um, so, uh, so, so basically everything is, is kind of a. You know, I wear Levi's jeans, I wear a white t-shirt, and everything else is kind of like a uniform, except for my shoes and watches. Cool. That yeah. I love men find um, their style in their accessories. Mm. Yeah, the exactly. Exactly. It's the, the accoutrement. Yes, it is. Because that's where y'all can embrace um, your personalities and still be respectful sure. of your surroundings. Absolutely. Coming up. And be comfortable. True. You know? Comfort. Be comfortable. Joe, which, first of all... Everyone, ladies, he's safe. Ladies, yeah. he's safe for his little fan club. <laughs> so if, if you're listening on the podcast, I highly suggest that you go log on ALGstyle.net and go watch the video. Because if you do, you will see that I'm in a boiler room or a water room, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it looks like I'm a hostage somewhere. Um <laughs> So, your fan club. <laughs> yes. Yeah, my fan club. If you, if I'm holding this newspaper, I'm still alive. Um, but so I, to go with this German industrial chic, I'm just wearing a. It's. I wouldn't call it a sweatshirt. I wouldn't call it a shirt. But it. But it's. But it's. It's. LA, and their mantra is like uh, Prada meets Patagonia. Um, so this is kind of when I'm feeling lazy, I just go with this. I, Scott, I think you would like this brand very What's much. What's the name of it? What is it? Ether. And it's spelled oh, A-E-T-H-E-R. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I see. Uh, I, cool. Yeah. I, uh, I found them. I was in San Francisco there. It was such a San Francisco thing. They're in one of those like little pod malls and everything like that. Yeah. And it was cool. It. 
I bought it, and yeah. But yeah, that's well, what I'm... you know, speaking of fashion, my, my favorite thing is um, Amazon Prime wardrobe. Oh, yeah. It is you can... unbelievable, okay? <laughs> this is Amazon, by the way. This is Good Threads, I think it is. They call it anyway. So it was, it's, uh, it's, un, it's unbelievable to be able to go there. Um, and, and, and look, I, I don't mind ordering stuff and then sending it back because it's super easy with Amazon. Yeah. What they do is you pick up to you pick up like to six or eight items. They ship it to you. You try it on. If you don't want it, you send it back. You mm-hmm. mark what you want. It's unbelievable. I, you know, the, the, the struggle that the struggle that I have is finding. Mm-hmm. It's really, really difficult for me to find um, value in not that I'm cheap, but full price like. Full, full retail is difficult. And I think that's why you guys, you guys do such a great job with your warehouse sale because it's, it's like you've got so much there. Everything's, everything's priced fairly reasonable, yes, right? Yes, it's, it's affordable and, mm-hmm. and people can get multiple pieces. And that's what I love about Prime Warehouse. Uh, I mean, Prime Warehouse. Yeah, the- that's your new one. Prime, <laughs> you heard yeah. it here, everyone. Prime Warehouse. That's what I love about uh, uh, Amazon Prime Wardrobe. Now, um, I did buy an unbelievably cool long sleeve, sort of uh, like a like a um, a vintage sweater um, okay. from um, Poet Motors at the Good Shop, um, off of St. Joseph in Magazine. Um, it is a co- it's a collective of different um, retailers. Okay. So there's oh, Fate, yeah. uh, there's the good the good yeah. goods that matter Poet, um, Walking Man Studios. Okay. And they had a grand opening a couple of weeks ago, and I bought I bought this really really cool vintage Goodyear navy blue and yellow. <laughs> it's a good color. Uh, it's a good palette, and uh, and it was great. <laughs> I, it was super reasonable, and I, I love I love things like that. So, so Poet Motors. Poet Motors is uh, yeah. So that's where I got my most recent um, acquisition, if you will. That's cool. Yeah. I need to go like write it down because I I love finding out about new and local like exciting yeah. exciting yeah. things yeah. To, it's, um, it's a it's a to big, write about yeah. to look at like just to, yeah so okay cool and it's off of St Joseph it's um uh it is off a of magazine okay. in the in the lower garden district um and it is I mean right in that same you know right in in that same area of um. Uh, what's the coffee shop? Uh, Jerry! It's, Is it by Jerry? Jerry? It's right, it's in that, I mean, it's right where you get to Sophie B. Wright. So it's all, it's it's in the same vicinity as like. Um, Is it across the street from Wands? No. No, no, no. Uh, gonna, oh, so it's for. I'll, I'll, I'll look it up. But it's, yeah. Um, yeah, it's called The Good Shop. And it's a, it's a fantastic collaborative um, venue with, with a lot of great, a lot of great stuff and really great people too. Okay. Um, Tippy Tippins is the goods that matter. She's sort of been, um, she's been like the driving force behind, um, behind a lot of the, a lot of the, the, the retailers. Okay. Um, she's, she's done a great job with, uh, with her own brand. And then she's, you know, kind of spearheaded this idea and it's a really cool place. Yeah, retail on retail anywhere in the city is is tough. Rent is oh yeah, inc- crazy. Oh yeah, I can only imagine. I can it's only crazy. imagine. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, I I guess what I'm wearing not as exciting is y'all y'all, but uh, my outfit today is uh, is from M's again, <laughs> um, and it's a jumper, Joe. I have a problem. A jumper or a jump or a romper? 
It's well. Yeah, I was about to ask that. What is the difference? I think a romper is short and a jumper might be yeah. long. I'm You're calling to it a jumpers. jumper on purpose, though. I'm not calling. How, how it short is it? Though? Jump in. How it? short is it? It no, it's pants. Oh, if it's pants, then it's a jumper. Okay. Yeah. So I could. Yeah. Dude, he so, answered that very. I know he's. That well, was definite. <laughs> <laughs> that was a definite answer. <laughs> hey, May's got. She's got a romper ban. She's not allowed I'm to wear rompers. rompers. Please don't do that, because I, <laughs> I, I have to admit, just a little disclosure, I love rompers for some reason. I just love them on women. Uh, hey, May, why can't you wear rompers? Okay, so I have a problem. I definitely had an addiction for a while, and then I feel like sometimes I just, I'm short. So it's supposed to lengthen your I'm, leg, right? I'm plus 40. <laughs> And some change. <laughs> and sometimes I feel like a, an overgrown and overgrown slutty toddler. <laughs> Honestly. Well, I've been accused. Excuse me, everyone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hopefully everyone's seeing me make the sign of the cross. Please, please, please tell me. Uh, yes. Is this, is this something, is this a terminology that I, that I don't know about? Uh, a slutty toddler. <laughs> she says it a lot. I feel like we got to change that phrasing. And uh, uh, maybe because then while we slut shaming toddlers, like. <laughs> yeah. It's, okay. So yes, maybe we should. Maybe we. Um, so why does it feel slutty? Like a real housewife that's trying too hard. I mean, are the. Sh are, are the I don't know. Like I just feel like sometimes, as you get old, I don't know. Sometimes rompers are ill-fitting and they're not proportional to a woman's figure. So it can either ride up or it's too bad mm. or from behind it might be too big. So you have like too much fabric on the booty. So it's not flattering there. Um, and sometimes they're too short and... You got cheek. Yeah. So I, yeah, rompers, trying to keep it classy, not trashy. <laughs> So I think there may be a business opportunity here to make to make like oh. mid thigh Ew, no. or upper Ugh. thigh, like above the knee romper. Is that would that be no. weird? Go hard or go home. It's got to be one or the other. I think the <laughs> mid knee is going to be. At least they're not like like cheeky rompers. I guess then yeah, that would be a bathing I suit. I think like on the twenty <laughs> on the twenty somethings, it's cute. But even then, like there's some that just I like a romper. I'm not. I, I, I do like a romper. You're one and done for the same thing with a jumpsuit. But if you've been out, until you've you had a couple. Yes, until out, you've been having a cocktail or you're at like Jazz Fest. It's <laughs> it's it's an issue. But and then sometimes lately, rompers have been so pervasive that they're everywhere in every store, and they look and feel like that fabric that's Gee. gonna light on fire. So there's that. Yeah, is that too. Or it'll smell like it's been lit on fire after about two days. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Something we've, you cannot. We've just turned no strings attached into the bar stool equivalent of fashion. <laughs> speaking of. That would be great. Yes. <laughs> speaking of, did, were we going to talk about cargo shorts? Oh, so yeah. Uh, Let's close it out. Yes. Close it I out. thought for sure we were going to talk about cargo shorts, <laughs> and I am cargo shorts and cargo pants. Okay are probably the most useless, the absolute yeah. most useless garment ever made. For me, I will admit that at one time I was an Abercrombie shopper and I had some, I, I, I still can't believe this. I, I had a pair of camo 
cargo shorts. And for me, all the pockets are useless. You can't even reach the pockets. Why are there well, so many crinkles? pockets? Yeah. Huh? They like crinkle them up on the Abercrombie ones. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, so you it's can't like, even open them. Yeah. What am I going to put there? A deck of cards and, and a pack of cool cigarettes? I mean, what, what, you know, a, a, a camera? What do you put in there? Well, as a photographer, a I'm not, again, I'm, I am of the, unless you're 12, a little 12-year-old little boy and you want to put your Hot Wheels and Legos and your cargo shorts, yeah. and, you know, that, for that, yes. Yeah. But um, at one point in time, I think it was late 90s, early 2000s, they were quite, they were quite fashion quite yeah. fashionable and you go back and look and it's like if anything they're just adding bulk um yes. to any yes. anybody's figure and that's not attractive on anyone um but as a photographer i was i was a little concerned about where you stood because it's like we can put his, his gear and all no no i have a i have a bag for that ah. i have a i have a satchel okay for that <laughs> satchel uh I, I don't think that look cargo shorts and and coincidentally cargo pants mm-hmm have only looked good in 90s Abercrombie and Fitch advertisements, which were shot by Bruce Weber. So if you have someone who is like, who is, you know, sort of lanky and, and, um, and, and muscular, like someone like Michael Phelps, that shit's going to look okay on, it's going to look proportional. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's going to look proportional. Yeah. It's going to look fine. But, but on anyone else, I mean, it's just, look, I think no offense to anyone, but <laughs> Cargo shorts for me, mm-hmm. especially, are right along the lines of like Crocs. Ooh. Okay. Like Crocs. And this cargo is why shorts, I love him. <laughs> Crocs, cargo shorts, and, and trucker caps. Ooh, okay. Yeah, I don't like it so, right. okay, here it is. Think Guy Fieri. Oh, well, that's kind of a style icon. So I think you're really. Uh, <laughs> With the, the fire flame shirts and everything like that. I'm like, telling you. And, and I'm I'm all about Guy Fieri. I think that he's he's a brilliant dude to go <clears throat> to go across the country and 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 go to these places uh, and that truly that that have meeting. They're they're really they're really great places and and great food. Uh, but yeah, cargo. Mm-mm. No, what, what cargo do you put in them? <laughs> that don't pull, that don't pull because you don't you don't wear a belt with them, Ooh, right? No. And and I can't remember the last time I tucked anything in. Anyway, right? That's a whole other episode. Yeah, trucker hats and what about the flat? Okay, I know we got to end this podcast with the flat <laughs> bill, Joe. I can't stand the flat bill. Flat bill. The first oh, time. That's the. That's the hat. The flat brim. The flat brim. Snapback, right? Snapback. Yeah. Well, originally was the the fitted hat, and the first time I met Ame, I was wearing a flat brim Chicago Bears hat, and. Um, I think she was, I think she was wearing a romper and my, I think the first thing I said was, which you were plus 40 wearing a romper. And I said, was it Cougar Night at the club? Okay. Was it, that plus was, 40? Yeah, it was, I, I was plus 40. Okay. And I think I said, is it Cougar Night at the club? And then you, you oh, wow. Yeah. At least it was Cougar. Yeah. Not, I was being nice. Panther, is Panther know. younger? I don't know. Cougar, Puma. For sure, Puma. <laughs> And that then I think you thing. and he has and I was like, dude, <laughs> this is not gonna work. <laughs> Don't be a chode. <laughs> it took us two years to become friends after that, I think. I think that that would yeah, I mean you you hit it off, man. <laughs> like, yeah. It's all right. 
I love it. This is great. And now we have a podcast, so we're good. <laughs> we got, we're going to work through the kinks. We're going to work through the kinks. Y'all are doing great. So, um, last question before we close, Scott, where do you see, what would you hope for yourself hmm. and iHeartNola in the future? Just in the next couple of years, even. I mean, I think, I think the biggest struggle for so-called influencers, and I think a lot of a lot of the idea of being an influencer is self-derived, right? I, I'm I'm an influencer, um, and and I'm I'm not necessarily throwing shade to those who who give themselves that moniker. Um, you okay. do you, you do you, boo. <laughs> but the reality of it is, is that yes, I mean, influence is um, influence has become such a, um, a a hot button subject, a hot button term, and I think for me. Um, my goal for iHeartNola is continu is continually continually being authentic, leading with curiosity, and as far as um, as far as anything I do with influence is to constantly make sure that the things that I'm promoting or the things that I'm passionate about I'm truly passionate about. Right? Um, I think early on when when blogging or Instagram or when when Brands started to realize that there were there were power in that there was power or there is power in that voice mm -hmm. that you know you, you you can get into this rut of just chasing after everything that is new and chasing after everything that is um, chasing after everything that is that is you know bright and shiny. But to be honest, the things that I post and the things that people connect with the most are things that are nostalgic, things that. You know, they remember pay back in 2012, I was there at that restaurant or I got married here or, you know, I, um, I had uh, great memories in the city, you know, and a lot of it is the things that I post are all what you would call vintage. Like it's, it's not new. It's not the, the new restaurant, the new hotel, the new, the new shop that people get excited about. It's truly, you know, hey, where can I find a cool new um, park or where can I go and spend uh, uh, an afternoon, you know, where, um, you know, what, what neighborhoods are cool, what, you know, what's, what's really happening as opposed to, you know, kind of the things that, that are um, more prevalent. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Where can um, our readers, followers, viewers find you? Okay. Um, so the website is iheartnola.com. I, I post there as much as I can. Mm -hmm. um, certainly, I'm most active in, uh, um, in in some social media channels. Certainly, Instagram at iHeartNola, um, and then we have uh, Twitter, which is basically overflow from Instagram. Uh, that's uh, at iHeartNola.com. I'm still salty over that, and uh, that's about it. So mostly on most on Instagram, and certainly the in-depth stuff you would see on uh, iheartnola.com, so. Thank you. Thank you very much, I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, I appreciate it. Joe, any closing thoughts? No, man, you you took my job away. You answered everything before I could ask, so yes, thanks for being did. a great guest. And well, that, that are, you got it. You're very welcome. <laughs> you got very, it. I wanted to, you're gonna need your strength to get out of that. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna have to chew through like a rope or something like that to get out of here. <laughs> Which, which are on your feet, by the way, right? They, your hands are, okay, good, I love it. Listen, thank you very much for thank the opportunity, you, you guys. You, I, I really you. appreciate it, a great time. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Thank you.
Bye. And that's a wrap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>